Welcome and thank you very much for accepting our invitation and for joining us for this Bible study and reflection on July 27th, 2022. Let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Grant, Lord, that the course of this world may be so governed by your direction that your church may rejoice in serving you in godly peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, our study and reflection today is going to be based on the importance of being rooted, and that's R-O-O-T-E-D, rooted. Being rooted has both spiritual and environmental elements, as you will see in our reading today, as well as the reflection. As one of our Pastor Matt's former parishioners used to say, we need to keep the main thing the main thing. Well, you might ask, what is the main thing? Well, the answer is, it's the gospel. It's the good news of Jesus Christ. It is the foundation of our Christian faith. Being rooted in Christ prepares us for philosophical and traditional storms that insidiously try to compromise our Christian faith and distract us from concentrating on the main thing. It enables us to bend but not break. In nature, ironically, trees are strengthened by environmental elements, as you'll see a little later on. Our reading today comes from the book of Colossians. And this is from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 19. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you are taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him, you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the circumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. 
Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a project called Biosphere 2. It's an American Earth System Science Research Facility located in Oracle, Arizona. Its mission is to serve as a center for research, outreach, teaching, and lifelong learning about Earth, its living systems, and its place in the universe. It's 3.1 acres, and the structure was originally built to be an artificial, materially closed ecological system, or vivarium. It remains the largest closed ecological system ever created. It was constructed between 1987 and 1991. Biosphere 2 was originally meant to demonstrate the viability of closed ecological systems to support and maintain human life in outer space as a substitute for Earth's biosphere. It was designed to explore the web of inter interactions within life systems in a structure with different areas based on various biological biomes. In addition to the several biomes and living quarters for people, there was an agricultural area and workspace to study the interactions between humans, farming, technology, and the rest of nature as a new kind of laboratory for the study of the global ecology. Its mission was a two-year closure experiment with a crew of eight humans. Long-term, it was seen as a precursor to gain knowledge about the use of closed biospheres in space colonization. As an experimental ecological facility, it allowed the study and manipulation of many biospheric system without harming Earth's biosphere. You might wonder where I'm going with this. So just give me a second, and I'll, I'll wrap this up for you. The Biosphere 2 project was created as a research tool for scientists to study Earth's living systems, and it allowed scientists to play with farming and innovation in a way that didn't harm the planet. One of the most profound discoveries made by the scientists had nothing to do with a cure for some new disease or a new way of farming land. Rather, the discovery had to do with the wind's role in a tree's life. The trees inside Biosphere 2 grew rapidly, actually more rapidly than they did outside of the dome. But they also fell over before reaching maturation. After looking at the root systems and outer layers of bark, the scientists came to realize that a lack of wind in Biosphere 2 caused a deficiency of stress wood. Stress wood helps a tree position itself for optimal sun absorption, and it also helps trees grow more solidly. Without stress wood, a tree can grow quickly, but it cannot support itself fully. It cannot withstand normal wear and tear and survive. In other words, the trees needed some stress in order to thrive in the long run. 
Now, when Paul was in a Roman prison, he wrote to the church in Colossae. False teachers were coaching the Colossians to worship angels and follow special rules and ceremonies. Paul corrected this thinking through his letter, stressing that faith in Christ is sufficient for salvation and that nothing needs to be added to Christ's sacrifice on the cross. And as specifically relates to our reading today in Colossians, Paul warned the congregation about the empty lure of philosophies and traditions that compromise faith. Through the gift of faith, the church is mystically connected with Christ in his death and resurrection, which is enacted in baptism. In closing, I would summarize by saying that trees need wind to strengthen their roots and their whole system, their being, if you will. Whereas we have been given faith that anchors us and keeps us rooted and built up in Christ. It is this faith that allows us to keep the main thing the main thing and focus solely on Jesus and his love for us. Trees may be strengthened with the aid of wind, and we are strengthened with the gift of faith that allows us to withstand the wind of those that would put the good news of Jesus Christ in second place behind philosophies and traditions. Our faith grows and is strengthened through exercise and practice. We exercise our faith through corporate worship, daily devotions, reading and studying scripture, Bible studies, along with many other faith-based activities. It's through the exercise of our faith that we are enabled to practice our faith. We practice our faith both inside the doors of our corporate churches as well as beyond the doors of our corporate churches. Equipped with the love of Christ, we practice our faith through service to others. Let us be ever mindful of others' needs, and when we identify others' needs, let us do something about it and stay rooted in Jesus Christ. Let us pray. We thank you, Almighty God and Heavenly Father, for strengthening us in and through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through your word and sacrament, allow your Holy Spirit to strengthen our faith foundation. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Go in peace. Serve the Lord.